It's the Tiltcast, episode 441. War Cry! And this Cry. week, guys, we talk Marcos of Tsushima, Path of Exile, Deep Rock Galactic, and Breaking some cyberpunk up. and AMD news. Stay tuned. I've got a short sword in my hand. And a five head. Horrible. <laughs> it's the tilt cast. And we're punch drunk, and it is um, Halloween, Halloween, October 31st at 9.30. Halloween. On a full moon. Indeed. No less. Holy In 2020. Shit. We're fucked. It's, <laughs> we're screwed. Totally. And if you can't already tell, we are a mature-edited show. Mm. Um... So, that being said, I am a be- zombie. Get ready for 30 minutes of spooky bullshit. Yeah, right. bullshit. Not, not really. Who knows what's going to happen this show. But <laughs> it is Halloween and we're uh three grown adults not doing normal adult things. Seeing lots of uh skimpy outfits on Halloween which much to my sadness. Yes. Um, but that being said, I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And we are back. And back in the same room. Finally. You know. After some shit. Yeah. After some shit. I kind of had a weird work schedule last week. And I woke up late. (laughs) So. Yeah. We were giving him all sorts of shit last week. He was like, but my headset's not charged. (laughs) No, dude. It was like. And it's like 9.15 or something like that when you're saying it. It's like, God Dang it! I told you it was going to take about a half an hour to charge, and it takes about a half an hour to get here. And I could have, I've been, I could have just gotten a fucking car, but no, charge your headset. I'm like fuck. Well, now, in your defense, we did tell you just do remote. Yes. Before we knew your headset was at thirty percent. Well, and yes. it's very rare that when you say you're here in thirty minutes that it's less than fifty-five. <laughs> Yes, uh, I can't even. I don't deny know. What he, it. I don't even know what the routine is. It's just like, dude, I have even. to clip all my toenails. Then I'm gonna go through and I'm gonna scrub the counter, and then I've got to count the crumbs that are on my plate, and then I'm gonna like get a dream sickle, no, and then no. I've got to get the energy drink, and then I have to piss, and then like I don't know what's to, going on. To appreciate, to appreciate, Rusty, I do everything in backwards, so um, I'm fully dressed, and then I just when, completely like undo that all the when, way to the bed, and when, then do it all over again. When he when he gets out of bed, he's backwards. It, it takes him like 15 minutes just to get into the bathroom to start. 15 minutes, my alarm goes off, and I'm like browsing through Facebook. One eye closed because the other eye is completely useless without glasses right now. And I'm like, is anything happening? No. Fuck. This day's really shitty. I already have to wake up and nothing is happening. And and then after he defecates himself, he's got to go sit in his computer chair and browse Facebook for another 20 minutes. And then his day starts. This is fucking 
adorable. She's begging for the chest right now. She head on your leg. This is adorable. <laughs> Lola the Wonder Dog is like full on chin, chin on my thigh, just staring at me like, "Are are are you gonna pet me?" <laughs> it's, it's just adorable. Anyway, um, oh. Damn, it moved before I got the it's camera okay. up. That's okay. Um, It'll be our special moment. <laughs> so that that's kind of how that's kind of how Rusty's morning works. Oh, uh, uh, it's it's nowhere I, near that. Honestly, it's I, I am exaggerating a little bit, but I, I lived know, with I'm, the man for five years. Let's say like it takes a while. Everybody's <laughs> routine's different. For me, it's either I get right out of bed or I sit there a while. And I'm not really a morning person, but I don't always sleep that much. So for me, it's like this morning, I was like, I'm really comfortable. Snooze, 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 snooze. It's like, shit, I've got an hour before I got to start working. I better get up. Dude, it's, I, you have that many snoozes? Man. Uh, I can hit, I can, yeah. The reason why I'm almost always late is because I almost always can't get to sleep on time. Like, I have... I have a special app on my phone that tells me exactly when I'm supposed to go to sleep. Right? It's, I mean, it's set it an hour early. It, it, I did, and it doesn't matter. It does not fucking matter. It, it doesn't matter when my fucking app tells me I want to go to sleep. It's when my body is ready to go to fucking sleep, and because I work a twelve-hour shift, right? You know, so I have a lot of uptime, and then I don't have very much downtime for anything that I want to do. So. I don't turn off immediately. I feel like I've got to do stuff for myself, whether that's like playing a fucking video game or fucking like, you know, just clean the fucking apartment or just do errands or whatever the fuck I need to do. Night shift life, you know, it's just, it sucks. But it's night shift plus 12 hour shift that really fucks me. So... Uh and I have a lot of the same problem, you know. I get home from work and, you know, you have to do the family thing and, and whatnot. And part of my sleep pattern disruption this year has been that um, basically in order for me to do my own thing to kind of get myself geared down for bed, basically the the children have to be in bed or on their way to bed for me to do that. Yeah. Um, and with them routinely not really doing that until nine or 10 o'clock at night, I'm, I'm sitting there awake until 11 or midnight. And then only getting five hours of sleep. I, I'm getting, I'm getting a broken five hours of sleep. Because for the last six months, Titan's been doing the whole in and out of our bed thing again. Gotcha. Okay. Well. You know. And then my alarm goes off and I go, oh, fuck this shit. Fuck I mean, this. I know nothing about um, parenting. Neither do I. But you could get like one of those like jack-in-the-box skeletons that pops up at your door <laughs> and then maybe he'll stop. So we have tried. Wow, fucking like just that, like that's fairly the shit out of the kid. That, Jeez, that that's fairly self-destructive. I but, like it. Um, <laughs> I like it. 
make it happen. Talk about making a problem with nightmares. I only us. know anything about um, teenagers, and that's it. I mean, yes. But scared them early, right? Yeah. The, <laughs> Never uh, had these problems with, with uh, this kid or Spencer. Right. right. Um, so, like, the other night I woke up, he was literally, when my alarm went off, he was practically sitting in the middle of my back. I don't, how does, are you raising a cat? <laughs> I think so. Was he I, sitting up in bed? <laughs> no, it just, the way I sleep, because I'm a side sleeper, so he pretty much pushed me onto my belly at that point, and his ass is fully planted in the middle of my back. I don't, like, with his head towards Crystal. I'm, oh, I got you, I got you, I got you. So right. he's sleeping between both the parents. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm a side sleeper, too, so for me, it's, you know, so I sleep next but, to the dog. Because it, because he pushed me so much, basically the lower half of his body is elevated up onto my back, not even sitting on the bed. Just, yeah. I don't, just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I it well, was I mean, horrible pressure. Dog, dogs kind of do the same thing. Lola occasionally does this weird thing where she, I don't know if she just doesn't feel secure or what, but she throws her full weight into me and I sleep. So, you know, my bed faces, like you can't see it, but faces a direction. Let's just say if you're looking forward, it's to your right, right? Mm -hmm. And I face the outside of the bed and then I sleep with my back to the dog. Occasionally Lola just decides she's going to lean all that weight into my back. And you about roll out of bed. And I about roll out of bed. And I have hard I have a hard time breathing. <laughs> and then it wakes me up. And then I take the dog and then I like drop her on the ground. And then eventually yeah. she like climbs back up and sneaks in bed and does the exact same thing, but I'm already asleep. Yeah. So, you know, there there's stuff like that. So I totally get. So like lately my morning routine takes much longer than normal because you know I'm fighting going back to sleep while taking my morning shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I don't have or, that problem. you know, standing there in the shower and almost falling over because I'm about ready to pass back out again. I've, I've, um, I've experienced that, but not in a while. I, I've. It's been a long fucking time for me. But and it yeah. takes a lot of nights of various unrest. So... Because this has been going on so long, Crystal actually had me start taking adrenal supplements this week. Oh, boy. So, we'll see whether or not that works. You're I taking supplements. Great. Right? Okay. But I've always taken some, like I take vitamin D and zinc on a regular, you know, and have for several years. I just haven't because I'm... Honestly, very rarely sick. I mean, I haven't missed very many of these shows for... I don't know that I've ever missed it for being sick. Uh, I mean, I've missed for migraines. Yeah. I, I miss I miss for migraines mostly, but that's just me, you know. That, it's that or, or a life event that causes any one of the three of us to miss an episode is yeah. usually that. Yeah. Without getting into details, it's been just yeah. a rough week. So we're like, we're recording on Halloween. It's a day we later. Are. Yeah. Well, because there's I'll, nothing we can really do any tonight anyway. I'll I'll tell you it was just I mean it it was just a weird week at work. Between the uh 
like Tuesday started with, you know, it'd been raining all night, big ice storm in western Oklahoma, western and central Oklahoma, and then Kansas, right? Yep. Um, well, on top of that, Tuesday morning, I go out to my truck, and somebody's tried to bump the lock on my truck. Why? I mean, your like, truck's a piece of... I mean, your truck's wonderful. <laughs> they have they have bent the bottom of the lock cylinder in on itself. Oh fuck! Cracked the case, cracked the casing around it. Yeah. Chipped the corner of it out. Yeah. I got a picture I can show you. Anyway. Oh, okay. So, I w- I go out to my truck to that, and then I get to work, and it's so just... that happened in your front yard. Yeah. And it's just, uh, and work's just fucked because of the ice storm. Holy shit. Wow, yeah. They fucked your shit right up. Yeah. I mean, the the cylinder fell down into the door because, Jesus. you know, the casing busted. <laughs> because the fucking truck, the truck has an anti-theft measure where it just breaks instead of opens. <laughs> right. It says no. We're we're not gonna we're um, not gonna unlock it all. Fuck you. So anyway, <laughs> so that's already got me in a bad mood, and I'm already thinking I'm going to have to leave work as early as possible. And I did. I left at eleven so I could go fix this shit. Right. Right. So nobody can get in my truck because at that point, it didn't matter whether I locked the passenger door or not. It had the door in a position where. I couldn't even lock it from the inside. Yeah. So I needed to get that fixed. So I I did end up leaving work, even though they really were getting killed. Um, and then we just got killed all week. Yeah. And after the stress of that and getting killed at work all week, I'll be honest, yesterday I got home from work, I was just... Mentally and physically, I felt like I'd been stretched to a point where I couldn't go anymore. Yeah, it happens. Um, Shit, fucking things, things like that, and added, added bullshittery of fucking somebody trying to break into your stuff. Yeah. It, it mentally fucks you every fucking time. Like somebody tries to break into, or I, you don't remember, but I had a fucking car uh, yep. that got broke into in the fucking parking lot of uh, a circuit city long fucking time ago uh that mentally fucked me so hard you know uh and then i just the only way i was able to actually deal with that was just they they stole the head unit out of my car so i had like a 25 dollar fucking like cheapo it lit up red because it had an led in it good part is because he didn't actually get the screwdriver into the cylinder yeah he didn't get into the truck he just he just i don't you know. know so he couldn't take anything out of it and the only thing i had in it was the you forty dollar amazon stare touch screen stereo yeah, you know that's that is exactly it yeah it looks expensive Mine, my fucking head unit was 25 bucks. It lit up red. It looked expensive, but it was just yeah. a fucking faceplate. Um, so, you know, I parked the 
And the video, the guy's head was cut off, so I parked the truck a little bit closer to the porch now, so uh, yeah, so you could see. I, I was so wondering I about your security system, if w- yeah. whether or not it actually picked it up. Fucked up part is, because of the wind and the rain, Crystal thought maybe she heard something, so she like relocked the car like sec like a couple seconds after dude walks away. You see her car lights light up because she relocked the car. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Wow. But she couldn't tell if it was just the wind and rain making making noise or, or what. So, wow. You know, she, that's fucking freaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been that kind of week. Um, so I went outside and there was so Zoe was freaking out the other night and I was playing um, Deep Rock Galactic, which I'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, I just let her outside and usually I'll just crack the door and let the dogs out and let them come back in. And she's freaking out. I was like, DJ, I got to stop. I got to figure out what's going on. So I walk out there and there's just some dude looking over my fence. I was what? like, what? Yeah. And I told TJ this, like, I get stupid brave for no reason. And I don't, I'm going to, this could be the end of me at some point. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, somebody, I don't know, he must have been pretty tall because I could see just the eyes like Wilson from, you know. Fucking home improvement, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not going to shout in here. I was like, hey, who the fuck are you? And he, just like, I think I startled him for a second. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I just started running at the fence. And this guy starts running. And I, and then I was breathing real heavy. And I was like, what? A, I was like, that's adrenaline. Why did I do that? Wow. Oh, why did I do that? You charged your fence, dude. I charged my fence like a fucking dog. <laughs> and, but, you know, I face a semi, a quiet major road, basically. Right. It's a, you know, it's a major north-south street here in town. And so anybody could walk up to my the back of my fence, right? But Zoe was going berserk, and this guy's just, like, looking at my cracked door. And I was like, this is fucked up. Why, why is he just... St- staring like that is the weirdest fucking thing to me is like you know somebody just walking up to so, a random fucking so like over it yeah so like it had me paranoid again from like when i had the meth head and it to make matters worse um and i can show you guys on break but some guy just randomly w- walked up to my front door and stood there for a minute and it looked like he was probably like early 20s like backwards cap just random young guy and just stares at my door for a couple of seconds and then runs off. And it was right when I was gaming and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Zoe's, you know, the is probably listening at the front door to see whether or not he thought somebody was home or not. Well, as Dude. soon as Zoe started flipping out, he backed off. But I was just like, and these are two things that happened this week. Wow. So and I've you- been sleeping. I've been locking the door from the garage. I've been locking the side door is always locked in there now. But I added a deadbolt to that. But, you know, that's locked. The deadbolt's thrown on the back door. I'm locking my bedroom door when I go to sleep. I'm just like, this is just, it's had me like on edge. Dude, you're not the fucking only one. Uh, this has been really fucking weird. But, like, hearing your fucking stories reminded me of the fucking shit that happened not more than fucking two nights ago. I'm so, fucking, oh, something else. So I'm fucking sitting there like I, I my my gaming st- uh, stations in my so fucking living room. So it is a spooky cast. Yeah. But I, it's real. My my gaming stations in my fucking living room, right? And I'm fucking sitting there playing uh playing fucking video games. Uh I was 
playing Path of Exile, and I'm just fucking going on. I've got a fucking stream going, so there's some noise in the background. It's not just me playing games. There's somebody talking, right? Uh, and then all of a sudden, somebody fucking slips a, a key into my fucking lock and starts fucking wiggling like crazy. And I'm like, I stop. I turn around and I'm staring at the fucking, you know, at the fucking door and fucking no shit. The lock opens. I'm like, what the fuck? I look at the fucking clock. Weirdest shit. I'm like, my mind is like, okay, sometimes there's maintenance people that come by and do fucking che uh, checks. But I'm like, I've only been playing games for a couple hours. It's the middle of the fucking night. It's like midnight. And I'm like, yeah, maintenance doesn't come at midnight. Maintenance Rusty. doesn't come at midnight. My my brain goes through this in like the space of two seconds, right? And I'm and I'm like, fuck this! I've got a fucking short sword of all fucking things I've got. <laughs> I've got a fucking short sword next to my computer, right? So I grab the fucking short sword because God, I'm a geek. I fucking grab that fucker, unsheath it, and I'm like fucking like Spartan fucking stanced at the fucking door, right? I have a deadbolt. So he wasn't, whoever it was, wasn't able to get right, in. Right, because you didn't say that, any, Did you say anything? You've got that second hidden deadbolt. I fucking screamed a war cry at the fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> it's midnight. I'm standing, I'm like, I don't have pants on. <laughs> I'm... So you're standing there in your skivvies, fucking Spartan stance. And I'm fucking war crying. <laughs> it was the weirdest fucking, like, adrenaline charge moment of the fucking week. It's like this. I guess we're both on the fight side of flight. Dude, nobody's getting through my fucking front door. I... Here, just you're the since we don't have a video cast, you only hear it, but you'll see. Oh, I didn't have the audio up, but you can just see this guy. Okay, so like, so he just rocks up. No, what he did is he rocked up, saw the two lights that came on on your fucking uh, on your uh, on your ring, on your doorbell. Oh. And he saw that and fucking turned turned away. That's what yep. happened. Because yep. as soon as it senses motion, it, those two lights will pop on for the infrared. Oh, do you see that when you're coming up? Yep. Yep. So as soon as he saw that, he's like, nope, I'm out. Yep. So that ring probably just fucking saved you from having a fucking break-in. Well, this was at 730 the, oh wow, geez! Like seven thirty in the morning or the afternoon or in the evening? Seven thirty in the evening. That's as much as you can see. If you fucking enhance, <laughs> enhance. I mean, that's all you can see. It's creepy because oh, it's an infrared, dude. That is wickedly creepy. Because he's got his fucking like head pointed down a little bit, dude. Yeah. It, uh, uh. That is fucking Isn't that creepy. weird, Jason? It's extremely weird. Uh, see, that's the weirdest fucking shit about having, like, security cameras and fucking shit, like, you know, shit like the fucking ring doorbell that you can, you know, that you can do that. 
all the shit that happens that you're not fucking aware of. Like, yep. if I didn't have that deadbolt, I was going to have a fight, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and I'll be honest, I have the same impulse, and Rusty's seen this. You know what the difference between your impulse is, Justin, and my impulse is? I have two giant fucking metal ass fucking flashlights, right? I would be out my back door illuminating the fucker well, and yelling, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I didn't think that far, and that's the problem. I, <laughs> no, you, you only know, got a couple seconds. Like. Right. So, like, I heard the dog, the door's cracked. It's like nine, almost ten o'clock, right? And I just walked out there because she's freaking out. You know, right. my sandals well, are on. I'm not. I'm not my, grabbing any weapons. I'm just well, like, I'm, I'm probably, it's probably a raccoon my, or something, you know? My main <laughs> advantage there is I have the, I have the fridge like right by my back door and, yeah. you know, my wife has like staging area at the front door where I keep these two things, right? So those are there handy for me to grab. And if I have to, <laughs> like if, if Rusty's situation happens... I have a shotgun posted up directly above my bedroom door <laughs> that's but always loaded. I, I mean, I, I have just... a 12-gauge, but it's now sitting in the closet instead of up because there's no kids here. I have uh, – I just keep running this fucking, like, five seconds over and over in my fucking head of what I fucking did, and I'm like – all right. So I'm you, seeing like it, if I were <laughs> if I were you, Justin, all that stuff you have to display on the mantle, yeah, that shotgun would be back behind that stuff on that mantle, ready to go. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I've, ready to grab. There's there's a couple reasons why the the uh, short sword, outside of the fact that I have it basically, you know, available, right. Uh, it's the, the, the short sword is the stopgap. I don't have a, a firearm, a firearm. So, right. and that's a personal choice in an apartment setting. It's kind of a weird situation. Yep. Yeah. You know, Especially when you're in a middle apartment. Right. You walls have are two thin, apartments flanking you. You don't want the fucking liability of something flying yeah. through a fucking wall. Right. So, um, so I have fairly... I'm not like overly fucking super confident. Like I'm not fucking Navy SEALs fucking close combat training, right? But I, I know how to fucking like put a sword into a body, right? I mean, I know how to take care of myself. I'm not a Navy SEAL by any means. I'm just stupidly confident. Right. And and that's it, like I'll be honest with you, I bounced at my well, old girlfriend's bar a long time ago when I was in my early twenties, and honestly, just about never actually got into any kind of like fights or altercations. Most of the time, I just talked people to death, right. and I, and it just you know, and was stupidly confident, right? Like that's just my thing. And so, I've been mostly bark and very little bite for most of my life, and I'm not afraid to admit that. But I also know that like I feel like I could take care of myself because I've had to a few times. Right. But I've also been on the wrong side of an ass whipping a few times too. Right. And I've been mugged. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, but in if somebody was to fucking break into my, you know, my apartment, which almost fucking happened, mind you, 
Uh, I, it could have just been a drunk guy that was trying to get in. But he bumped the lock. That's the thing. Oh. The lock was open. He wiggled the fucking lock. I have to talk to the fucking apartment manager and get my lock fucking changed. So yep. you just have the deadbolt now. So, I mean, my, my it still locks, but I now know that my fucking lock can be wiggled. Right? You know, so I yeah. know that my lock is weak, basically. It only took him a few seconds of fucking wiggling to get my fucking, you know, get the door lock open. I know enough about lock picking to, you know, to know that my lock is weak just from looking at the key, right? There's there's not a whole lot of, you know, depth as far as the, you know, key cuts yeah. are concerned. So it doesn't Which, take Which, to be long. honest, is kind of prevalent in apartment complexes. And, and that's the thing, yeah. And it's not like I can change my own fucking lock. It's, you know, I can't, you know, the, you know it's got to be provided by them, right? So... I know that the the lock is weak, and the only fucking thing that stopped them from getting into my fucking apartment was the deadbolt, and me, fucking pantsless with a fucking short sword, fucking roaring at the door. (laughs) I am sure he fucking dropped what the fuck he was doing and booked it as soon as he heard the roar. Here here am I, (laughs) here am I, wishing that, that you were recording your gameplay for <laughs> for the cast at that moment so that we would have this on video Dude. because the image in my head's pretty fucking hilarious it's and i want to share it with the world it's, it's... <laughs> thanks <laughs> uh yeah, I probably wouldn't be recording this shit pantsless, though. <laughs> Please, but, you're sitting at your desk. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, yeah, people have been banned on Twitch for less. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, <laughs> that that really fucking freaked me out, man. That uh, I, that I can imagine. That, uh... I have been fucking paranoid about making sure that my deadbolt is locked ever since. Uh, if there's nothing else that's going to be fucking locked in my apartment, it's going to be the goddamn deadbolt. You know? So, yeah. <laughs> Creepy fucking shit, man. And it, it just does my head in. And it really does. It just, like, I'm gonna fucking yep. my, my apartment's locked. My fucking car is fucking locked. Thank God nobody's fucking, like, actually touched the car. But there's plenty of, like, higher dollar cars in the fucking parking lot. I'm sure they'll go for them first. So. Yeah. I just. It's been a weird. It's been a weird week, you know. And I. It. It triggered something in me. Like, so. What you guys. I don't. I've probably said it on the show. But a, a, was it a couple years ago at this point that I my garage was broken into? And then it was broken into again the following night. Yep. And that's where your fucking, you know, your previous set of uh, cans went. Yeah. Yeah. And because they got the fucking cans out of this car. Yeah. And one of the things that also happened at that point is um, they stole my ex's underwear. And that was the creepiest thing in the world. They got all the way into my laundry room. Right. Wow. And it triggered that sense of like it's insecurity. A it's a violation of my security. Right. Yeah. It's a violation. You and feel violated. They might not have been violent. I'm pretty sure it was just somebody 
some meth head or something, right? Like, doesn't matter. Like, you can't come in here in the middle of the night. No. No, it's... it's And I don't live in a really dangerous neighborhood. I don't live in a brand new neighborhood. I just live in a neighborhood, right? Just about as average middle class as you can get. And, you know, I walk the dogs after dark quite often, right? Without fearing, you know, gunshots or anything crazy like that. Yeah. And it's just when stuff like that pops up again, you're just like, oh, man. What is up with the freaks? Yeah, it's it's just an it's just an odd thing, and having anything fucking weird like that shit fucking happen to you is just, ugh, just it just like I said, it just does your fucking head in. You fucking start like going over. What if I'm not fucking prepared? What if I hadn't locked the fucking you know uh, deadbolt? Would there be fucking some? Well, randoms? and me and Je- me and Jessa have this conversation all the time because. Um... You know, she's used to living in a place where she can just leave the front door unlocked so people can go in and out. And I always get on to her about it. It's like, no, we can't do that. I just, I don't feel safe. And she never quite understands. Mm-hmm. And at some point I'm going to show her this video because I haven't talked to her about it yet. And oh, be like, this fuck. is why I always shut the, this is why I always keep the door locked. Yeah, no shit. You right? know, they've had two different crazy things happen in the last week. This is, and, and so this fucking experience with the, you know, my fucking lock being opened at midnight, right? This had me fucking going back in my mind. Because normally, when I go to lock the fucking door, I just turn both knobs. It's, you know, it's it's just part of the routine. Turn both knobs, right? That locks both the fucking door and the fucking deadbolt. So, what what gets my fucking head going is, after that happened, my my mind went back to all the fucking times that I woke up, like... And walked out to see my fucking front door with the knob for the door unlocked and the deadbolt locked. So how many times has this happened? And then this all fucking like bring, you know, brings up the fact that I'm sleeping during the fucking day. So like what happens if they fucking break in and I'm in the fucking bedroom, a passed out, like asleep. You know, most of my tech is in my living room, thankfully. So if they wanted to take my tech, they could. And probably when it comes down to it, I mean, your tech's not worth your life. Right. But, you know, and I'm sure that if they fucking heard me snoring away in the fucking other room, they'd be like, all right, we're just going to do this quietly now. And fucking like. Well, most break ins actually take place in the front in the day. And with me listening to all these like serial killer podcasts, like the the creeper looking over my fence is the kind of stuff. Yeah. Like they're looking for when people are home, right? Well, uh, I'm uh, my if somebody was actually like fucking casing that, my place, it but would that be skinny really bastard hard. that walked up to my door, I could take, yeah. Well, yeah, you, unless he had a gun, right? Yeah, and there's there's, there's that. All you have to do is just grab a fucking short sword and roar at him. <laughs> just uh, now, I'd probably go fucking... back to you know, my, my gut response is when I get in a fight, <laughs> Let me hear your and this cry. is like. This is like super <laughs> fucked up, but I headbutt a lot because people don't expect it. Yeah. And yeah, I can do that. I can too. You just, you hit with kind of like the top front of your head yeah. and it, it, it hurts a little bit. It doesn't hurt me, dude. <laughs> but for me, like I've done it so much, <laughs> I've got a really fucking hard head and I've, you know, chronic migraines, yeah. but well, you know, whatever. That's just one more migraine in my life. That's all right. <laughs> You're out cold, though. (laughs) 
Yeah, the first time that it happened, I was playing some game at some kind of like youth event thing with a bunch of other kids. And this was totally unintentional, but it, like I got really upset with somebody and then I like w- bent down like I was going to like run him over at like 10 years old or something like that. Right. And I headbutted a kid and knocked him out. Jeez. <laughs> of course, I was kicked out of that event. And well, then I was in trouble for like two weeks. Hey, I was I was just bending over to tie my shoe. <laughs> Forcefully. <laughs> yeah, dad called that bullshit on that. Right. But yeah, like I just, that's been my first reaction for a long time is the good old headbutt. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. It's 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 yeah. effective. Yeah, well, nobody don't. The no. time that I got kicked out of that stupid punk show went saw, uh, who was it? Sloppy Seconds. There you, there you go. In Tulsa, and the kid sage dive for the third time and kicked me in the face. And then I headbutted and knocked him down, and then I got ushered straight out the door. Oh, of course, you just knocked somebody, <laughs> knocked out fucking like. And God, well. that was only like five or six years ago. No, that was like seven years ago. I was still living at the apartment. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was my first response. I smiled at him and then I headbutted the guy. Because <laughs> I was done with it. And I was probably a little drunk. The, the smile is, I know you're going to get knocked out. <laughs> and then Beefcake Man like pulled me out of the crowd and just like, like this was a pro security guard too, because he did the thing. So like, if you need to move somebody. You get behind him and you push him in the small of their back. Yep. And he just, he was a man mountain. And he just like pushed me in the small of the back until I was out the door. And then I didn't even realize, like, what the fuck just happened? No. He, and I was like, I'm still holding, person. I'm still holding the beer. Yeah. Just like, what the fuck just happened? I was like, I just got kicked out. No, you just got moved. And that was my fault. Well, well I mean, they, they at least go. he didn't call the cops on me. Yeah, well. It's a, I mean, it, you it were a, fortunate there. Yeah. You were in a punk show and you headbutted a person it's it's fine it just happens you just get ejected when you have when you do it i mean how many but, fucking people were fucking wearing leather and fucking had to well know, and there's like, me who's like pretty normie at this point right like uh-huh. i was wearing like you know like a suicidal tendencies t-shirt and cargo shorts and flip-flops. Like, I still go to shows in flip-flops, even though it's probably a bad idea. This is a real fucking bad idea, but dude. But somehow my toes have survived every single concert I've been to in a long really? time. Really? Because I know fucking, you know, like... Just... It just gets hot in shows, and, like, a lot of the shows I go to are in these, like, smaller places with bad AC. Yeah, well... And it just... I would rather be in a t-shirt, shorts, and flip-flops than sweat my ass off. Well, I mean, I, I knew people who would fucking just go full fucking like steel toe boots leather jacket with fucking safety pins put into well, it you know when i was 20 years old i never did the safety pin jacket thing but um yeah i was wearing combat boots all the time but yeah that got old man that gets so fucking hot yeah well i mean i was the guy wearing combat boots and cargo shorts still back then yeah <laughs> i've been wearing car- cargo shorts as long as they've been a thing i was like extra pockets yes yeah. i don't care what kind of concert i'm going to I wear jeans and cowboy boots. Well, it probably protects your feet. That and I mean, not every know, show I go to is like saw, a punk show. Somebody, like I mean, I saw Death Cab for Cutie a few years ago, and I was wearing flip flops and cargo some, shorts. Somebody in the of like January. Somebody wants to cause any trouble. I have shit kickers. 
Yeah, but the older you get, you realize, you know, that doesn't fly like it used to. If you yeah. get yourself in a fight, you can end up with charges. So you got to like think true. twice. And you have to be so, careful about that nowadays. And not get drunk and lose your temper. I think Lola's a little stoned. She's just staring at nothing. She, I know she's like, she's out of it right now. <laughs> she is. But, I mean, I, I'm with you. My first tendency, if, if they get close enough, is to headbutt. Um, but I also played soccer, so like I, you, I just don't. Yeah, as I don't, Jason hits like, his head, the I, forehead I, is strong. I just don't have any feeling in my forehead, so that uh, that helps me. Well, um, I'm I am equally, I'm equally able to knock myself out by headbutting somebody else because <laughs> I can fucking headbutt way harder than most people because I can feel it. <laughs> So it's very possible that. So you have the perfect. strength of five heads. <laughs> You're five heads strong. Yes, uh, <laughs> but it's it's very possible because you can control where you hit when you fucking headbutt so that you don't knock out, but they knock out. I, I so I could go too far, and what would happen is two heads would collide. And then two bodies would fall to the floor. <laughs> Let those bodies hit the floor. Now, moving on. <laughs> Jesus. Dad puns. Wow. Um, do we, uh, DMCA. <laughs> I think we've all played like a singular game this week. Is that about right? Uh, yes. Yep. I'm going to start with you, Jason. What have you been playing? I finished Ghost. Yeah. You just powered through that sucker. Did you? Did you like your I time did. with it? I loved it, and the ending. Oh, it's it's pretty epic. So so samurai movie. Yeah, yeah I I like oh. it a lot. And after you get oh, used to it. the parry and dodge mechanic, like it's a whole lot less about dodge, more about parry. It, it is definitely a whole lot more about parry, though. The parry window is not a, secure. A lot of your. Uh, a lot of your bosses toward the end are a lot more dodged than parry. But the parry um, gives you like half a second to parry like once you yes. get the perks for it and shit. Like it's not... It's Sekiro's not... is literally like an eighth of a second. And if you have a little bit of input lag, you fucked it up. Oh, no. You have you have plenty of lead up, like as far as animation lead up yeah. in the characters to parry. Um, that said... Sometimes, though, so as I got deeper into the game, what became more and more frustrating as I start, start running into larger groups of enemies is uh, the amount of enemies who can hit you from off screen. Oh. Um, you got to get really good at that smoke bomb and all the extra weapons. Yep. Pretty much, um, because the spearmen can, uh, the spearmen and the archers can completely hit you from off screen and just totally fuck up your rhythm. Yeah, uh, when you're fighting a large group, and that became more and more frustrating. But like Justin said, I started adapting, getting getting better at using smoke bombs, etc. 
Um, I forgot to bring it to you, Rusty. I apologize. You son of a bitch. Um, so I'll play a little bit of New Game Plus this week. And yeah, you give will. it back to you next week. Yeah, of course you will. I'm uh, fine. You're hell bent on. That's fine. On good on Path of Exile, right? I, I am way deep into. That I looked game. at your playtime, and I know you've been playing it for about three weeks now. Um, I think two was at it? least two. Is it two or three? You had when I checked a couple days ago. You're at 189 hours. It was. There's not enough physical time for it to be. Well, like a week and a half. I mean, I was off for an entire week, so um. <clears throat> For ten days, uh, I think I started it right before the, uh, you know, right as the break was starting. So it has to have been two and a half weeks, I would say. About two and a half weeks is what I've got. And you said one hundred and eighty hours. I'm gonna find out. Okay, because I don't know. Time flies when you're playing that fucking game, dude. I've actually thought about starting it up because I've gotten to a good stopping point. Um, you've played 174.8 hours in the past two weeks with Path of Exile with 225 hours on record <laughs> I in only, three weeks. I only played it 40 minutes prior to that, so. <laughs> you put 225 hours into three weeks? Two and a half. <laughs> That's, so in the span of. I have pretty much every waking moment has been, you know, playing Path of Exile. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Uh, I know for the past couple of days, uh, when I'm when my alarm went off, and then I saw that you know that there's we only 432 yesterday. hours in 18 days. I only sleep like four hours a day, so um, <clears throat> right. So some things happened. Um, how many days have you worked? Out of those days, yeah, four. Oh, okay. Right. Four 12-hour shifts. Four 12-hour shifts. Plus 48. It's 120 hours right there. I'm just accounting, and I said 400 and uh, something. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you really haven't been doing much else, have you? No. I have not. <laughs> um, I have really poop-socked that fucking game pretty hard. No I shit. Think, I, think I've, um, uh, I, I think I've actually gone a little too hard on it uh but i it's, it basically filled every need that i you know i needed from a game uh something that was a little stupidly grindy uh and i uh, was loot based driven so as i said okay fuck it i'm going the game is very very complex uh but you know it's easy to get into but it's complex to actually get right uh so you you could Play the game and beat the game with just about any build uh, that you uh, that that you choose, but for you to actually like min max, which of course I will min max if given the chance, um, it's incredibly difficult to get everything right. In fact, I have the my current highest character. I've got four characters. I've beat the game with two of them. Uh, my my highest level character is a cyclone of cha- uh, uh, cyclone champion, uh, and that's that is actually 
very frustrating for me because it's really hard to scale the damage from uh, from that. It's fairly tanky, but... So you've got more than one character now. Of, of course. Uh, I've beat the... Like I said, I beat the game with two of the characters. The third character is up to the point of beating the game, but I just never had done it. And the fourth character, uh, I can actually get from level one to about level 50 in about the span of four to five hours. Uh, so I can get through a good portion of of the game in about four to five hours now. Uh, and that's just going as fast as possible. And, of course, your first character, you know, if you start your character, if your first character doesn't have any, you know, any currency, it doesn't have any of the fucking, um, you know, any items, and you can stash items for other characters, right? So you can't really twink out, you know, your characters with like high-powered epics or, or uh, uniques, as they call them in this game, right? Um, so the the more you start playing in that league, or if you start with you know with the standard league, which is basically just continually goes, uh, the longer you play the more that you can twink out newer characters so that you can actually get through it faster. Uh, so that said, man, it's it's really difficult for me to actually find a build that I want to do because... You can't respect one of the characters into something different? You kind of can, but it's expensive. Like, it ta- almost everything in that game takes some form of you know, of currency and to respec a character, you have to have a currency called orb of regret. And you can use that currency to basically buy a, uh, a respec point, which will allow you to remove one skill point from the tree. And how and, many skill points are there? Uh, so like, what is 120 something, 128, I think, total. So you use it to correct minor mistakes. You don't use it to completely rebuild. Right. You don't ever really rebuild your character because if you was to go through and do that, uh, it would cost 120 fairly. It's They're not like overly, uh, overly hard to find, but they're not a very common so they're a, currency. They're a drop. Yeah. It's uh, a drop. Gotcha. Everything in that game is a drop. So, I mean, if you remember, uh, you I mean, you touched it before, right? So, yeah, I've touched the character create screen about three times and bounced off this week. Okay. So, the uh, the the premise of that game, like, un- unlike Diablo, where you pick up gold as you go along, right? Everything in that game is an item. So, all of the currency items in that game have a use in the game. So that, uh, you know, that orb of regret is just one of like fucking like 30 or 40 fucking different items that are considered currency. Uh, and you use those to, uh, to do things like, uh, respect your character or re-roll a stat on an item or, or something like that. And some of, you know, in the most common currency that you see in that game uh, for like trades between people are chaos orbs and exalted orbs. Those two uh, chaos orbs drop rarely, 
and exalted orbs are considered an ultra rare drop. So they're they're hard to come by, so they're fairly expensive. Like they're they're valuable. Right. Uh, and the uh, the top end players will actually use those orbs to re-roll uh, and do a special form of crafting, which is basically just playing an RNG rotation on an item trying to get a specific stat out of an RNG system. So it's really convoluted. Everything about that game is kind of com- uh, complex when you go super deep. But on the surface, you could just basically use that part, uh, use that item, re-roll something, and most of the time it's just going to brick. You're not going to get anything useful out of it. But if you know what you're doing, you can kind of manipulate the system and manipulate the odds in your favors so that you can, you know, you can, there's still kind of a gamble in it. And that's kind of, that's one of the draws to crafting is that everything is a gamble. Everything has like a, uh, it costs like 30 exalted orbs to, you know, to get this and, the items used to craft it is another, you know, like five or ten exalted orbs, and you have to like hope that you get the right fucking thing, otherwise you're out those forty-five fucking exalted orbs. You know, that's that is one of the draws that you know that people have to that game. Um for me it's just trying to find something that I like to play. You know, I'm playing a melee character right now, but I like the idea of having a ranged character, but I don't necessarily like spellcasters so much. But spellcasters can go fucking, like, really ham and just clear a screen with a spell. You know, uh, it's it's a, a, a give and take, and every character that I've seen so far is either really good at clearing or really good at killing bosses, and the bosses have a lot of fucking hit points. So you either have really good single target damage, or you have really good clear, and trying to find a happy medium between the two is kind of... It's it's kind of hard to do. Um, especially as you get along and, uh, and start playing that fucking... You know, you know, playing different builds, things feel weird. Like one of the better, you know, quote unquote better uh, builds in the game is a poison based build where you are basically spamming a button constantly. Mm. Like you are just sitting there refreshing a stack of a whirling blades on your, uh, you know, on, on your character and just running through. Uh, <laughs> And just running through, uh, uh, running through, you know, enemies, and basically the the poison, not the damage that you're doing with the whirling blades, but the poison that it applies is what's killing shit. And then you hit another button, and it basically makes a poison cloud around your character that you just run through more things, and it kills more things. It's a play style that I don't like playing because you're constantly hitting a button, and you're not actively engaging with anything right you're just kind of running through shit right whereas i like the idea of having a a bow cat a, a bow build that basically shoots a uh you know shoots an arrow that explodes 
and, you know, hits everything behind it, you know, or, you know, a lot of different, uh, different other kinds of builds, you know, so it's, it's got my interest right now, though. I'm not sure how long it's going to hold my interest because, uh, after getting like three or four characters, almost all the way up there to the top, you, you just, you, you run into a wall of, can I even make this, you know, this character as strong as I can see like streamers or YouTube, uh, you know, YouTube videos actually showing it because most of the time they're going to showcase like the best gear. Right. Right. You know, so that is, that is one of the, uh, one of the challenges that I have with, uh, with that game. It's come on. Would you stop spamming? Oh, I'm not well, spamming you just, shit. You just didn't have your ringer off. Yeah, well, you know. Um, would you stop spamming anyway? Um, but that—that's that, that <coughs> was kind of holding me over until fucking I had a PlayStation Four game to play, and now I'm gonna have to make it hold over for another fucking week. I'm sorry, Crystal kind of tripped up my plans for today because while she was at work. She found out Wade's RV was doing a trunk or treat. And so last minute we decided to take the kids. She decided we were going to take the kids to the trunk or treat when she got off work. Gotcha. And so well, I was kind of rushing out the door to. I'm get just the hearing kids, a really yeah. long excuse right now. Sorry. Sorry. It kind of threw off my game. Yes. Well, I want to jump into one more game, but I think I want to take a break real quick. Okay, that's fine. We'll be back. And we're back. Yes, we are. I was inhaling to say something, and then Jason just spoke for me. Well, I mean, that was a fairly long fucking inhale. <laughs> we had to get some. Uh, I was showing them that it it was it was like he was it's like he was charging up his key. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was getting into my horse stance. <laughs> it was gonna let out a Goku cry right now. <laughs> And the camera is just going to have action lines behind me. And my face is going to be in one direction the yep. whole time. Yeah, that was the other thing I did last <laughs> week while I was playing Ghosts of Tsushima. I was. You said it right. The word. The word. Um, it's like sushi. That silent T fucks me up every time. It does. Um, I was sitting there watching all of Dragon Ball Super at the same time. Oh, Dragon Ball Super. You know, I actually haven't been able to get into. Dragon Ball Super only because it's fucking harder to find. Um, yeah, and 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 that, that's yeah. I mean, I did watch all of all of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and I skipped GT because you're supposed to. Um, <laughs> I I actually I'm I'm kind of horrible. I actually subscribed to Crunchyroll for a month. To- oh. Crunchy yeah, I gave um, Spencer like a six month subscription to that when he to, went to Japan uh, to watch that and a couple of new anime they released over the summer based off of 
webtoons I read. Yeah, you you do a lot of that. Yeah. You know, I in do. random bits of news, Mandalorian season two's out right now. Yes, it is. I, uh, yeah, I uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm, I don't have I'm, a subscription be, to Disney. I'm going to be watching a lot you of just that. Just do it for a month, tomorrow. and then you'll get through it. I know. I'll get through it in like a day. And yeah. <laughs> give you something to do while you're waiting on Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, yeah, I guess. But I mean, that's worth twelve bucks, right? Give him money, more money to Disney. <sighs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's probably worth it. But the Mandalorian's worth it. I mean, it's probably Mandalorian's pretty badass. I know. I know. I know. Uh, one of my, one of my buddies was posting on there that, like, when it released yesterday, he's already at, like, episode eight. I, and yeah. he would be uh, the guy that's responsible for Rambo in uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, it's, pro- it's probably worth it. The only thing I don't think is worth it is Disney Plus as a whole. Um, no, it's it's really not. Like, I, I plan on, I, I might watch. I get a ton out of it, but I also have kids. Yeah. You, so. Yeah. I don't. Um, and probably never will. And that's okay with me. Um, I mean, because of the kids, I still get a lot of traction out of both that and Netflix. But there's not there's not much more than The Mandalorian on Disney Just Plus for all me. of Star Wars, basically, in the Marvel yeah. movies. So and what I use it for right now is me and Jess have been chronologically going through the Marvel movies. Mm, yeah, and okay. so that's a good way of doing that. And then uh, Mandalorian for me, and then probably finally watched the latest Star Wars movie that came out like what a year ago at this point yeah, you could yeah. It. which is on which is on well I, it's sad that I did skip it <laughs> now you can skip it you can keep you can continue skipping it but <laughs> I mean there's there's some benefits let me just share the subscription with so, a few people so this will this will say a lot <laughs> I'm I'm actually indifferent about that movie dude we were indifferent as soon as we got out into the fucking parking lot. We were so we watched we went and watched that movie in the theater. And I remember sitting in the fucking parking lot for about an hour afterwards just going over the fucking movie with Jason. And yeah. and like and immediately we came up with like five different directions that they could have gone with oh yeah. that movie that would have been so much better. Oh yeah. I mean, they Gr- could I mean, granted, still watch it just for to the simple fact that it's the it's the end of that was particular solo line. No, Solo's not better. I don't know. I like Solo though. But Solo has its Solo has its place. This is just this movie was more of a disappointment for the lack of risk. Right, they could have went. J.J. Abrams could have taken a lot more risk with the movie. I feel like had they had they just let Colin Trevorrow make his movie or had if they were unsatisfied with his script, bring bring Ryan Johnson back in and take a little bit more risk with it. Abrams played this one way too safe. They could have had safe. They could have had a better script if they had just gotten some fucking like fan fiction going. Well, maybe I'll just yeah. rewatch Empire. Because um, that's the best one. 
I, for me, it's a, it's hard to decide between that and Rogue One. I really love Rogue One. Rogue One has its, you know, has its place, and and it was a fairly decent movie. Yeah, Rogue One. I think it goes to me. It goes Empire. It goes Jedi. It goes the real first one. Then it goes Rogue One. The real first one. (laughs) And then it goes to the. And then it goes to. Uh, the one that came after Rogue One, I haven't seen the last one, and then it goes to Revenge of the Sith, works its way backwards from there, it's, and then yeah. just to well, whatever those other two are at this point, because I've, re- I've only watched, I've rewatched the, you know, the re, not reboots, but the what do you call them, the shitty ones, uh, the prequels, <laughs> the prequels. I've rewatched them twice, and the only one that I actually sort of like is Sith, and then just. Sith is actually a good movie. It's just that, like Lucas, like lost it, his plot, literally and figuratively, in all three of those movies, and then yeah. tried to make Christian Haydenson fucked up Darth Vader. And you know, I, he's just the only thing about the uh, the. And I know this trilogy. is like really old. I mean, this yeah. is like twenty five years ago or whatever. No, at this point, it's, not. it's at least twenty. No way. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm old. Yeah, it's the Star Wars that all the younger folk, the generation no after us, grew up with, which is kind of sad. I oh, like, got God ruined by it. Damn it! But yeah, like in them, in my head, that's kind of how it goes. Because... Two thousand five, fifteen years. Oh, that's for, when that's for... when Revenge of the Sith came out. Yeah, 15 and the years first, ago. then the and the first one, the pod the first one was like uh, two thousand one or something. I think it's actually ninety nine. Hang on. No. Yeah, because no. uh, me and maybe. God damn it! It is. It's ninety nine. Son of a bitch! Yeah, me and uh. Yeah, I saw that in high school. Oh my god! I was fourteen when that movie came out. Oh, I remember it now. Yeah, and I remember reading a whole bunch of books after that, trying to wipe myself clean, and it's like there's still good Star Wars, right? <laughs> there's still good Star Wars. But anyways, I don't want to riff on this too hard. Um, I did want to flip it around, and there's no segue to this, to talking about dwarves. Um, I've been Deep Rock Galactic at 1.0 this year, and I decided to – I'd played it a little bit, and it just wasn't riffing with me the way that I wanted to. Um, I got about 20 hours into it. And then me and my buddy TJ in Alaska, my friend Dustin that lives here, old friends of mine, my old Warcraft buddies, and before that, my old AOL buddies um, – when I actually worked at AOL. Oh, okay. Um, we started playing Deep Rock Galactic as a team, um, and they've added new modes. So here's the best description I can think of for Deep Rock Galactic. It's uh, Minecraft meets Starship Troopers. It's it's That's pretty pretty apt. Um, you gather... So the here's the game loop, is essentially you get upgrades for your character, their equipment and gear... And you pay for that with cash that you get, which is actual gold that you mine, um, plus the mission rewards you get. You've got secondary objectives, which is either mine something or get something or kill something or grab something. And or do and I'll actually break down the objectives actually pretty quickly here in a second. But they've added some modes to it. So essentially, this is what it used to be. It used to be mine more kite, which is one of the items. Um, the other objective was to find mules. Mules are like the little robots that follow you around. Mm hmm. Um, the other objective was to um, find alien eggs. 
um, which was another one. And the other one was to kill dreadnoughts, which are like boss creatures. Now they've added um, two additional modes to that. One of those is protect the drill dozer, which is a thing that drills through the ground, which you ride. And then it's got staged, like a staged fight at the end, which is actually pretty cool, like a boss encounter. And then um, there is now uh, something called refinery. And so what refinery is, you lay pipe. <laughs> you lay pipe through a uh, cave network to these different points to extract liquid morkite. So you got to kind of mine a path, so to speak. And it's not always, you don't have to mine the whole thing. But like there's sections of it you kind of got to mine through. You get creative with laying this and it lets you... So when you grind a rail, do you know what I mean? Like in skateboarding, you like ollie mm -hmm. up onto a rail and grind down the rail, right? So you can grind the pipe with your dwarf. <laughs> But that means that you can like slide all the way down and like ride it like a roller coaster, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Damn! Just the innuendos are flowing out here. <laughs> we're we're a mature rated podcast. Yeah, we're very not. But mature. you you can grind up and down that pipe like back and forth, <laughs> a pretty fair distance. These pipes are pretty long, so yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, you do that. You start the pump, and then you have to repair the pipe. So the there's different sections that break that get under attack, and then you have to go and repair the pipe. God, you just made this sound like this you, is a game available inside the grinder you, app. You gotta, you gotta protect your, uh, you gotta protect your pipe. You protect don't want, your pipe. You don't yeah. want to. You don't want your pipe to break. But yeah, the so you go back and you repair it and everything else, like down different sections. There's three sections that you lay, and. Mm -hmm. Um, it does, you know, like wave-based, you know, Starship Trooper bug stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but they've added different types of bug. They've added a whole bunch of different modifiers. So, like, there's one that's, like, gold bug. So, like, every bug you kill, like, drops gold. They've got one for Halloween, which is haunted, which there's a huge creature, like, that follows you around that you can't kill, kind of like the nemesis mm -hmm. that you got to dodge. You've got what they call... Different types of infestation, so there'll be different types of creatures. So, like, there's a wasp that'll carry you away. There's one that lays a bunch of sticky shit all over the place. Um, and they'll, like, they're like bombardiers, so they'll, like, go flying around. They drop, like, a coat of sticky shit all along the ground, and then it makes you run really slow and kind of clogs up your vision. Um, they've got these weird things that will, like, freeze you from the ceiling that kind of snipe you. Um, they've got, like, kind of like these spider-like creatures that drop webs all over the place now. And then we started playing them on the harder difficulties, which actually means that we've got to use all of our different techniques together. Um, and it's been really enjoyable, honestly. Like, I've dropped a lot of hours. I went from 20 hours to about 80 hours inside of a week and a half of playing this game. Um, and I just unlocked my master class for my engineer tonight, which was what I was doing when Jason was here earlier. Um and now I'm kind of back into playing and when I level up my gunner. And you get all sorts of random rewards. Like there's all sorts of – now that I've unlocked it, I've got the deep dive, which is another thing you can do where you've got three missions in a row you got to complete without any reloads essentially or stopping points um, that I want to attempt maybe this weekend with TJ. So I'll be doing – probably doing some of the deep dives with any of my characters now that I can unlock it. Uh, which is the higher level stuff. And then I've got the forge to further upgrade my, you know, my stuff that on my character. And then it's got all sorts of stupid skins. I've got a character that looks a lot like Seth Rogen. He's got the big old blonde fro going on with like a mustache. It looks like it's made out of bananas. Um, <laughs> it's, 
you know, you can make your dwarf look pretty goofy. And then I'm finding all sorts of different skins in the different caves. Like you run across a piece of gear and you scan it. And then somewhere in the cave is like a little loot chest that will open up a skin for a gun or your character or whatever. Um, and then the same thing, like you've got other random chests where you find a couple of batteries, you throw it in, you repair it, and then it just explodes in a loot pinata. And then you've got like a, an item plus a whole bunch of materials for upgrades. But like overall, um, Game Loop is super solid. It's a kind of a simple game. Um, runs super fucking smooth. Um, it's very repetitive. Um, I like playing it solo now because there's so much variety in what you can do now. And there's a lot of different things they call assignments where it makes you go through different mission types. Unlocking all the fucking beers right now. The beers are another thing that add like uh, status effects for like three missions. Um, and some of them are just goofy status effects for fucking around with your friends um, uh, while you're in the little way station thing. Right. But um, yeah, like overall, uh, Deep Rock Galactic is a nice, simple game. Um, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's It's been a hell of a lot of fun. And it's, you know, it is, it's fun for me solo and it's fun for me with friends. And I've been doing both. Yeah. I just never get to play that game with friends. So. Well, we I'm... usually start at 930 at night. Hmm. Okay. Well. Because he's three hours ahead of me or behind me. So I'm starting at 930 and that's only 630 for him. And then he games till about 1230 my time. And then we're usually good. Hmm. Okay. Well, I could. Probably do that. the The level difference would be pretty massive, though. It doesn't matter. But you have you'd have other things, but you you can be carried by the, your team. Yeah, but I don't necessarily play games to be carried. So, well, but I mean, it's not like XP that you're getting. You just use the materials for upgrading, and if you play on harder difficulties, everybody's got a role, right? And you can even play the same class as everybody else if you wanted to. We're running with two engineers. Because that was the one I was leveling up and the one that Dustin was is still leveling up. So we just complimented each other, but like they both shoot platforms. So we just had a shitload of platforms all over the place. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I can't remember what I was playing. I think I was playing a gunner um, or uh, there was one that had a, a driller. Oh, that's, that's the gunner. Gunner has zipline. Okay. Best. Solo classes, in my opinion, are gunner and um, engineer. Engineer, because the platforms of the zipline. The scout's got a grappling hook, but that means that when you're playing solo, you zip yourself up to the ceiling and then fall an incredible amount of space, and you have to re-zip line to keep yourself from taking fall damage. You know, um, and then the driller um, is kind of weak at first because he's got a flamethrower that does decent damage but doesn't do good damage until you've upgraded it, and he's. Make direct paths of things, which is cool, but um, he works better in the team environment than he does uh, by himself. I've I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. But every class has a couple of different weapon unlocks. So, like you know, I've got a my engineer has either one or two LM, or two turrets because that's his other like ability. Right. He's got a grenade launcher, or he's got a breach cutter. The breach cutter shoots out like a big laser line, essentially, which is really fucking cool. Um, and then he's got a shotgun or an SMG and you kind of unlock that as you get higher levels. And the SMG is a little bit better for basically it, you can add a shock element to it so that it stuns enemies. And if you're running with a gunner, the gunner can kind of take those enemies down a little bit easier because you're basically mitigating the crowd. Right. Well, but, the, 
And we would have been running a gunner and two engineers for most of this, and sometimes a scout and two engineers. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the, just the gunner was the, it, I found the gunner was easier to play solo. Um, yeah, because the, the gun's good. Right. And you've got a zip line. Right. And you, so you can get around fairly well. Um, it's not perfect because the zip line's kind of wonky sometimes, but, um, yeah, I, I, I had some fun with it. It's just, I've always played that game solo and, you know, and it just seemed like a game that screams playing uh, play it with other people i've gotten really used to bosco the robot that helps you in solo because he's really easy to mine stuff on the ceiling with yeah um which it almost feels like cheating because he can get all the minerals off the ceiling Mm -hmm. and then when you're playing with your friends you're like hitting the thing to do bosco and you're like oh fuck i gotta like make a platform up there for that guy to get up there or whatever Mm -hmm. you know but um overall uh, deep rock galactic is super fun on a halloween sale right now um, maybe not on sale by the time we get this up, but regardless, if you had any interest, you would have probably bought it by now. But if you haven't, it's I more, feel, I feel like it's super worth it. It's like what? 20 bucks normally? Uh, it's 30 bucks normally. 30 bucks. I think I, I picked it up for 20. It, it goes on sale fairly often. So yeah. Um, and it's on Xbox as well. Um, so it's, and I think it's on PlayStation as well. It plays really well with the controller. I've been playing with my friends on PC with my controller and hold my own really well. Uh, we're, it goes hazards one through six, and we've been playing level fours and fives, and I'm using a controller. It's it's more about being aware of your environment and the abilities you have and less about being able to shoot something in the head, per se. Right. But um, that being said, I want to kind of scoot this along. Um, Rusty, I, I was asking you to kind of helped me a little bit with what's going on in the Radeon news because we had a big release. Um, we've got the new Big Navi cards from uh, Radeon going on right now, and they're set to be released on the 18th. What's... Uh... So one of the... Or t- two of them are actually going to be released on the 18th, and that's the... Uh, the... 6900 and 6900 XT, is that right? No, the 6900 is the, uh, uh, is, is the top-end one, so... I'm actually still trying to get the info for it, but um, sixty-seven hundred is that right? Sixty-eight hundred and sixty-eight hundred XT, if I remember correctly. And the to yeah, give like nut nuts for nuts. I'm not saying that right. To basically like put your comparisons out there. The sixty sixty-eight hundred, right? So sixty-eight hundred is the thirty-seventy rival. The sixty-eight hundred XT is the thirty. 80 rival and the 6900 is the 3090 rival and we're comparing it to that's about right yeah so i mean for trying to make a direct comparison between them that's as about as close as you're going to get uh that's how it read out in my head when i was looking at it is how they were kind of parsing out their cards and that's and that's about where they're pricing things too that's where their targets are uh so the um because it's dead heat even with the sixty eight hundred and the thirty seven price wise, right? Because they're forty or four ninety nine for both. Well, the actually the the sixty eight hundred. Uh, is this right? No, no. This the sixty eight hundred. Oh man, why do I have info? Okay, so yeah, so the sixty eight hundred is uh, shown on this chart, uh, uh, five seventy nine. Uh, that has to be the XT then, and then the XT was six forty nine. 
Because uh, I remember the XT being, I remember to say one of those was four ninety nine. I made a post on it, uh, and I was watching. I was watching the details on it. I'll trust you on it. It's been, uh, it's it's been kind of fucking. That's why fucking Facebook. Why? Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, what? Okay, groups. There we go. That's the one. My groups. There we go. Sorry, not quite in it here. And there's my post. Okay, so yes, so five seventy nine for the sixty eight hundred, uh, six forty nine for the sixty eight hundred XT, uh, and a nine ninety nine for the sixty nine hundred XT. Uh, and the uh, the really the only difference between them is not RAM. RAM is not going to be changing. 16 gigs of RAM across the board. Yeah, but it's the DDR6, but it, not right. XT, right? So it's not the it's not DDR6X because, well, as people have found, uh, the DDR6X is actually, you know, harder to uh, harder to manufacture, and it runs hotter. So there's there is a uh, there's some work to be done on the new RAM. Sure, it has higher bandwidth, but I think what is happening here is um, AMD is going with uh, with a uh, a steadier platform. So they're uh, they're going to go and uh, and create a uh, an architecture that uses a cache, like an infinity cache, on the card to be able to leverage the uh, the the video RAM. And if you have an AMD system, you, it can also leverage system RAM uh, so that you can actually get, uh, you know, a, a faster throughput to, uh, to, through the card, even at a lower bandwidth. So what we found is, uh, or what has, has been found with the, uh, with the NVIDIA cards is that, the, you know, the bandwidth is there, but not anything can really utilize it. It's still running at about the same, you know, using the about the same bandwidth as uh, as the previous gen cards, because there isn't anything that's really utilizing it. You know, that's why you don't see a big jump in uh, PCI Gen three versus PCI Gen four support. Uh, and as far right, as because the motherboard the that port's only going to go so fast. Right. So it might benefit from the faster uh, f- faster on-card RAM, but then that slows down because the DDR6X runs hotter, and as things run hotter, it tends to slow down. And it also has lower life. So there's, you know, so there's concern about the, you know, the I have concerns about the total lifespan of the GDDR6X RAM. That said, the uh, the the GDDR6, you know, non-X, the normal uh, RAM chips are easier to manufacture. Uh, they're more pl- plentiful, and the uh, uh, and AMD is going with the uh, TSMC seven nanometer process for the GPU dies, and which means it's more common, right? Right. TS, uh, TSMC has been running set, uh, the seven nanometer process for a while and they are one of no actually they are the biggest you know uh chip manufacturer available so they have 
a mature process that has scale behind it. So the, Which is kind of smart based on what's going on with NVIDIA right now. And I don't think that was – I honestly think that's probably a little bit of luck on their part. Well, it's it's kind of AMD's way of – you know, AMD's gone with, you know, with tried and true. And, you know, TSMC has been, you know, doing stuff. Now, there is another uh, – there's a flip side to, uh, uh, to this is that TSMC also has a fuckload of customers. Like pretty much, you know, anybody that needs a chip, like for a fucking smartphone or whatever, they go to them, right? So they have uh, a, a very large manufacturing base, but they've also got a very large customer base. So it depends on who gets, you know, who gets but, what. But you know? they've done a lot of things on this that ensure they have a easier supply chain than NVIDIA does when it comes to a lot of this stuff. Well, because of the how common a lot of the things are that they're using. It's possible that uh, because the process is mature and there is already a scaled up manufacturing, you know, behind it. If uh, the, the problem with the NVIDIA cards is that they're going with a Samsung process, uh, Samsung chips. And those uh, those chips aren't necessarily ramped up in scale. Uh, it's TSMC newer technology. Is, yeah, TSMC has already been ramped up for a while now on this process. So all they would just need to do is you know, is allocate manufacturing to these pro uh, to these GPUs to you know to scale up the availability of the chips. That said, AMD's initial launch of these cards. November 18th for the 6800 and 6800 XT, and it was December, I want to say December, what was it? In my December head. 8th. Uh, December 8th was for the 6900 XT. Um, the initial launch for those cards is still going to be limited. It's not going to be an un unlimited stock. It's not going, it's probably going to sell out just as fast, if not faster than the NVIDIA cards. That said, sorry, that said, the uh, 6800 XT, specifically that card, and, you know, if that, once that card gets onto the market, because it has, it kind of trades blows with the 38, uh, with the uh, 3080 uh, Founders Edition, as far as 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 far as frame rate is concerned, or you know, ray tracing is kind of a another thing that's an, a completely different you know uh, rabbit hole for me to go down. But uh, it does trade blows frame for frame, you know, with uh, with the thirty eighty. The importance of this is is now there's two suppliers in the field that can you know that can actually get a working card into customers' hands. That means. That because and because they're coming from uh, from different processes as well, memory and chip. That means that people who want to wait for the NVIDIA cards can wait, and those people who are ready to jump over to Team Red can go over to Team Red. And because there's two suppliers in the field, it's better for the customers. That means that the strain on the you know, on the demand is going to go down. And the supply will go back up. I'm just looking for 4K60, to be honest with you. And it looks like that's a 4K60 card. That will run 4K60 easy. Um, 
the 3080 is also, you know, a, a decent card at four, you know, at 4K and will run 60. Well, um, I'm just saying when you're looking at them like love for plow, like we've been looking at them, and I think we'll find out more as this actually comes out. But right. it's looking like they're very similar products when it comes to the bare bones on what you're looking to get. The uh, the only numbers that we have so far is what AMD's provided us. You know, so this is there's uh, a if you look after the show, there's a leaked story about Shadow. The, again, it's always Shadow of the Tomb Raider, right? But Shadow well, of the Tomb Raider running on the new card that somebody got. Right, and and that's and that's fine. And Google we, picked up that we were talking about this and told me about the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I wait for, and you will probably see leaks because, like I said, this is a, a November eighteenth release for the cards. Right, um, reviewers are probably going to get these cards in their hands, but there's going to be an NDA, uh, and they're not going to be able to talk about the uh, the uh, benchmarking for him. Uh, until probably a couple days before release. And that's just the way that that is. Um, I would not really bank anything on, you know, on rumored benchmarks because rumored benchmarks really doesn't, you know, they don't show their process. They don't show their, how they came up with the numbers, what the controls were, what they're comparing against what kind of system they're running. They're just basically, these are leaks of a screenshot of a, you know, of a benchmark that they ran and doesn't, you know, doesn't really give you a whole lot of context. Well, so there's a website we use that lets you run bench scores. And there's another score for one called Time Spy. And yeah. what's been leaked is that somebody posted a bench score for a 6,700. Okay, that's that's all it's been leaked so far. Yeah, but so I don't know where to put that. It it's showing that it's running at about eighteen percent faster than a thirty seventy. This is sixty eight hundred, is what they posted. A sixty eight hundred. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because you said sixty seven hundred, because I was like, oh, yeah, no, right. I meant sixty eight hundred. Okay. All right. Yeah, but yeah, it just it's, it's a screenshot of them doing it with Shadow of the Tomb Raider at four K. And that's and that is fine, but those no you know those screenshots can be doctored. Those yep. screenshots don't test necessarily tell the whole story. What was the ambient temperature in the room? How do they have it set up? Is it running on water? Is it running on air? Did they add the you know, did they have the fan speed ramped up to fucking stupid? Uh, did they overclock the card? How did they have what? What drivers are they running? You know, that's uh, all of these things are uh, are uh, uh, a number of variables. That oh you yeah, there's a lot of variables, and that's just somebody posting something we don't know yet, right? Right. So yeah, the and I'm I'm going to be completely fucking you know upfront. There's there's about two there's two or three different reviewers and one of them I you know I would trust completely because I uh, I look at they take their uh, benchmarking to like a, a scientific process level where they have controls in place and stuff like that and you know and I've talked about them on the show before but gamers Nexus if you have yeah if you check them out they are they go through and they're very thorough and they show everything so and if you'd have a dispute against one of the numbers or how they're doing something and you and you reply to their uh, YouTube 
channel, you will get a response. Uh, or if you talk, you know, talk to that team, they will uh, they will be able to check that uh, check those numbers again and be able to make a correction. And they will make corrections. You know, if if they did something wrong, they'll go back and they'll say, okay, this is the actual number because they don't want to do, you know, they don't want to put out bad information. So I trust them. Uh, so wait for them to get the card before you make a decision to like pull the trigger, but don't overpay for a card right now. Wait for one to come out in M- at MSRP. That's, That's what I'm going to do. Now, Jason, there's been a lot going on about uh, Cyberpunk. Do you want to kind of kick that off and we'll comment? Because yep. I've got a couple of different ways to take that. <laughs> there has been. Um, so Cyberpunk, as we know, has gone through several delays. Um, and earlier this week, they posted on Twitter again that they are pushing it back 21 days to December 10th. Okay. Uh, citing... Uh, citing issues uh, with making sure the game plays correctly on both current and next-gen consoles. Yeah, which is um, a hard time to release a game right now. Yeah. Yep, exactly. But, but they've had, um, how many times did they? <laughs> is this the fourth and, time, right? And, so. they're having, and they're having some challenges in doing so, which I can understand you have whole brand new architecture architectures thrown in the mix plus you have normalization for brand new video cards that are also being released they have the pc version of already done though that's the that's what they said is they have the pc version already done they may not have had the nvidia drivers or the or the new cards in hand to be able to test off of them because i mean we were talking about that last week right um but uh, but they've already said PC version of this game done. The current uh, current gen console version of this game done. What they're looking to do is just polish the new genera- uh, next gen console versions, get them all up to par because like you know they'd already said the game is gold. You know the game has already been ready to print. What they're doing right now is fixing like the day zero patch stuff. But there's more to this story, so. Amid all of this, um, assholes on the internet sent a bunch of death threats. Of course, they replied to that and said, guys, cut the fuck out. Like, seriously, why would you oh, do I that? Why add insult to injury at this point? Like, quit being the fucking gamers that the news reports on because yeah. you're a fucking douche. Right. Um, just rowing in that douche canoe. Yeah, right. Um, but more so than that, that caused stock price on on CD Projekt Red dropped 25% over this. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yes. And there's other ripples that have cut this has caused as well. So there's other yep. releases that are coming out that were going to come out in December because that was coming out in November. Mm-hmm. So Path of Exile puts yep. their thing, their next big release to January. Yep. And then it's not EverQuest, Everspace pushed their release to January as well for Everspace 2. And it's not the only game like that. I know there's some other things I didn't really want to go into, but I want to use those as two examples. A smaller developer saying, hey, I'm not sure what's going to happen with my game if this releases the same couple of weeks around Cyberpunk. So I want people to play it. So I'm going to push it back, which I'm just like, man, that's not the only thing I'm going to be playing. Like this show, especially, 
I play two or three things simultaneously usually. And I could play cyberpunk and something else at the same time. That's a lot of what was going on. So because I've been playing Path of Exile and I'm sure people have been talking about it. Admittedly, only for a couple of weeks. But there's been people who played played that game for years, right? So uh, and I've been watching fucking Twitch and YouTube and all kinds of shit. So there's been reactions to this as well. Um, one of the things that they they had said is that the uh, you know, and I'm not big on the developers' names, honestly, because I've only been playing the game for a couple of weeks. But one of the developers apparently has, uh, uh, you know, or the community, you know, he talks to the community. So he made a post. Um, one of the things about this guy is that he almost never swears. Like, even in normal conversation, almost never swears. Uh, and in this post, he swears twice. Uh, so... And this post was in relation to like the reaction to the the, uh, the decision. Death threats that well, not necessarily death threats because this is you know this is uh, Path of Exile, right? So you know people were disappointed because you know a league start for Path of Exile is huge for that game. Like that's where they make all their money is the first like couple weeks of uh, of a league, right? So they made the decision to move that away so that they're not having a conflict with uh, with the biggest game of this year, you know, Cyberpunk. Makes sense on a, you know, on a business level, but people were pissed off that they couldn't, you know, if they had no, you know, interest in, you know, Cyberpunk, that they couldn't actually play the game that they want to play, Path of Exile. Uh, and they they made this this post about this. So um, it, it's been a pretty big thing, and it's been polarizing for uh, for the Path of Exile community. I didn't know about Everspace, but I, I know that it's a it's a it's a pretty big deal. To if you just look at if you look at it, step back and look at it. There are developers. That are saying we're getting the fuck out of the way because this is a juggernaut. You yeah, know? but it just again for people like us, for me, it's not the only game I'm going to play. Now it just means that I'm not going to play much else, I guess, in December because that's what's all. But here's the thing: even if it's as big as The Witcher, I'll have it done before Christmas, probably. Yeah, it, it so. And that's the thing. And by the time I can take time off, it'll be around the holidays, and I'll have nothing left to play. And and that's what a lot of the guys were saying. So, you know, so the people who are talking in the Path of Exile community, they were like, okay, look, we understand league starts are, you know, important for the game, you know, for for the developers of Path of Exile, uh, Grinding Gear. But, uh, but it's also important for the players to get in early on a league start. And Cyberpunk is a single-player game. They can play that game whenever the fuck they want to. So it doesn't matter when that fucking game comes out. If they want to play it, they'll play it after they get through done, uh, get through league start. Yeah. So, and, and Path of Exile has been out for quite a while. Right. So, and, and that's what they were saying is just like the people who are really big on the Path of Exile really don't fucking care when uh, Cyberpunk ha- uh, comes out because it could come out anytime. They'll just get to it when they get to it. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to fucking die if, um, you know, if they don't play it in the first two weeks, you know? I think it'll mean that 
um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will have a better release because it kind of it doesn't fit quite the same niche, but open-ish game, right? Like it probably wouldn't be playing those games concurrently, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm. So you know, maybe I'll play a little bit of Valhalla next month. Um, I might play Watchdog Legions. Uh, Pupcast man now, John Musum is uh, currently playing Watchdogs. Yeah. I'm, and I'm, I'm going to hit him up here in about a week and see what he thinks and see if that might be something I'm interested in. Yeah. But I'm currently kind of like holding in the holding in the wings because I'm trying to save that cash back for that card. I am also. I you know I know that I'm, I'm kind of hoping that they launch that with one of the cards. Well, the Nvidia cards, if if you can actually get your hands on one from the right site, and you're lucky, you could actually get. Watch Dogs Legion with it, though I'm not sure if that promotion's still running. I'm not sure, but that was at least when it launched, that was one of the things that you could get with it. Which was like, if I got Watch Dogs Legion with a card, I'd play Watch Dogs Legion. You know, but I'm not a big Watch Dogs person, so you know, I'm not sure if I'd actually like the game or not. So, um, yeah, I'm not buying it right off, you know, right away. And we'll see what AMD does. I'm, I'm sure that they'll probably do something. You imagine, you imagine if AMD fucking says we've got fucking like hundreds of thousands of cards, uh, upwards to like maybe a million or two units, right? And then they're like, and to sweeten the deal, Cyberpunk comes with it, gone fucking immediately. All of the fucking AMD cards would be off the shelves. Like, fucking t- 10 seconds. Yeah. I'm sure that that would, it would be, like, a no-brainer. <laughs> so. Well, I think we've kind of went through enough, and I can see the yawns on Jason's face, so I think I want to wrap yeah. it up. All right. Where can you find us, Jason? Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash TiltCast. Search for us on Spotify and iTunes. Find some friends of the show. We've got Pupcast that I've mentioned before. We've got Cabbage, KBG. got NoQuarters.net, For the Love of Gaming, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.TV. They play Sea of Thieves. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.